All right. I think that's it. I don't. I always have a problem starting these things. It's yeah. always It's always a problem. Uh, but nonetheless, um, here we are with uh, Nathan Robertson. A is it Robertson? Robinson. Yeah. Robinson. Yeah, yeah Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so here we are with Nathan Robinson, a uh, advocate for mental health. Um, ah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And um, a, a member of the PCYC in Penrith. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really interesting how the two went together. Mm. Actually. Um, See, for years I've been struggling with depression, anxiety mm. and uh, suicidal thoughts and, and that sort of thing. And I think it's really fitting that we're, deal- we're talking about it today, actually, because mm-hmm. uh, May is actually uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. Oh, that's right. Yeah, May is Mental Health yeah. Awareness Month. Yeah. And uh, I really want to make a point about, um, especially with Mental Health Awareness, that mm-hmm. men are talking about it too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because there's always that that sort of stigma to it like if if you if a man speaks up to his mates you know he's he's worried he's going to be looked at as weak or yeah there is that perception know. of being weak if you if you talk about your your emotions and i mean and a lot of guys as well if they're not used to that they'll mm-hmm. just go to yeah well that sucks man mm. so anyway uh did you guys watch the footy on the weekend you know what i mean oh yeah and so yeah a lot of guys don't know how to actually talk to each other and really uh, be able to do that yeah, so, well, is it, do you think that's from um, you know when, uh, the way that men are raised? Is it a, is it a cultural society issue, or like surely it is? Like you know, um, you know, I think I've seen um, and listened to documentaries and podcasts about um, kids when they're twelve, yep. how they talk about their friendships in the schoolyard versus when they're fifteen and talking about their friendships in the schoolyard. And there's a there, there's a shift between how they talk about their mates when they're twelve to how they talk about their mates when they're fifteen. Yeah, and I think a lot of that comes into the fact that as a guy, your come it's that that period is your coming of age. Mm-hmm. All right, and then that's when you're starting to see. Oh, okay. You see your Clint Eastwoods, you see your your Sylvester Stallones, your Arnold Schwarzeneggers, mm-hmm. and that's when, in in the male mind, I, I guess, is going, "Hey, look, this is what a real man is." Yeah. And so I've got to start being tough. Mm. I can't be sensitive. I can't show a weakness. Mm. Um, I'm also a product of a baby boomer. Yeah, right. yeah, so, yeah well, so, so am I. So yeah. you know, the boomers would definitely come on, get up, shake it off, walk it off. You're good. Yeah, men don't cry. Yeah, well, uh, baby boomers went through different times than what we've gone through. No, like, well, that's right. You know, well, we we've never experienced a recession. Um, we haven't experienced. Oh, well, I suppose we've experienced war in the in the changing of society. I guess. Well, that's perhaps another pressure on um, people these days is social media. That's not something that baby boomers had to deal with. You know, so that's a total change yeah, landscape I as think, well. I think. Uh, yeah, social media is a total ch- game changer. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Especially for my generation as well. Like, we grew up with chalk yeah. on a blackboard, you know? Yeah, come home when the streetlights are on, you know? That, exactly, mm. you know? Hey, feel, feel free. You're outside all day. You want water? Drink it out of the hose. Mm. We've got a tap, Yeah. you know? Um, and then we've also had to then, during, during especially for myself anyway, I mm. mean, when the internet really started getting big mm. in the early 2000s, thereabouts, I mean, I was still finishing up high school, mm. you know, and I'm, I've, I've been lucky enough to watch the world transition mm. from like an analogue world 
into a total digital world. And what? Well, they've got a term. They've got a term for that. It's called um, uh, you're a, um, a digital immigrant. A digital immigrant. Yeah, okay, because if, you you're, if you're born after analog, in the analog era, yep. you're a digital native. Yep. Yeah. Okay. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, see, but that's. I mean, I think part of where where mental health and everything started with me was. And, and, and my coming of age, you mm-hmm. know, was that, yeah, you had bullying and everything at school, but with social media now, it comes home with you. Yeah, there's no escaping it. You know? Yeah. At so, least you could leave a bully at the schoolyard. That's and, it. And now they're now they're in your they're in your bedroom they're in your they're in your pocket. That's it. That's right. Yeah. So that well, like I think that's a um, an effect that social media could have on so on mental health. But I think um, there's also a positive thing that's driving that as well, and it gives a, a platform for people to talk about their issues. That's right. And to connect with other people. Yeah. And what I love at the moment is that uh, the stigma around mental health awareness and and to, I mean, it's it's starting to finally fall away Mm. not so much so for men Mm. because again like I said you know there's still that stigma of be a man man up Mm. you know grab your sack and move on yeah Um, (laughs) but as a whole like there is a lot more awareness coming about and that stigma is starting to drop yeah, I've noticed that. Um, look, I was watching a post today um, uh, of a veteran uh, that was in the uh, British Special Forces, and um, they, um, are like most young people in the military, they're um, ten foot tall and bulletproof. Yeah. Um, and it was twenty years into his career that he was a he was a PTSD denier, um, and then he started suffering from PTSD, and now he's out there advocating uh, for mental health. So, yeah. Um, just in that. In that clip alone, I, I saw a transition. So in that 20 years, 20 years ago, it's not okay to, you know, uh, for a man to cry, you know. No, that's right. Um, you know, it's not okay. Like, you know, even, even to the point of a man crying in a movie or, uh, or, you know, not in a movie, sorry, um, you know, during a movie. Yeah, or, that's um, right, you yeah. Know, there's that, there, there would be that stigma around there. But I think that's, you know, even in those little indicators, you can see that it's shifting. Yes. Um, it's okay. It's okay to be emotional. But it, I think I th- perhaps we're going through um, an emotional evolution as well. Um, you know, we have... Um, different forms of intelligence, right? Like, you know, we, yeah. we clearly we we clearly can do amazing things as humans. Oh, well, for sure. Um, but I think um, if we were to look at really big issues like um, warfare or climate change, um, perhaps we need to grow on our emotional intelligence. I I agree with you there, definitely. Mm. Yeah. I think I mean at the at the end of the day, we're always evolving. Mm. You know, whether it be technological, whether it be primal, whether it be emotional, psychological. Mm. You know, we've got all these external stimulants, mm. and yeah, and, and so we're ha- we're constantly adapting. Mm. We're learning. We're we're learning new coping mechanisms. We're learning, you know, how to how to deal with the the, the evolving world around us as well. So, yeah, well, uh, I was um, uh, I was looking at this uh, study once about um, oh, you it's a case of beer. Was that you or me? I think that was me. That's not me, mate. Oh, it must be me. Oh, I'm a case of beer. That's the rule. I forgot to tell you the rule. Um, yeah, I, I was like looking at this study um, um, about... Um, oh, shit, what were we talking about? I've totally lost it. Oh, the fact that we're uh, constantly adapting oh. to our world and we're constantly evolving, mm. whether it be emotional, psychological or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so there was. I was looking at this study about... Um, uh, the way that the brain works, right? So before the digital age, 
people would read. So yeah. their brain would work. Um, even when you scan a horizon, um, we tend to scan left to right. Because yeah, we le- we, that's we how read, you read. That's yeah, how you that's read. right. Um, um, because they say as well, if you want to notice things on the horizon, scan the other way because your brain has to slow down to take in that information. Okay, right? that's what I've not heard before. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Um, if you really want to pay, atten- pay attention, um, reverse the polarity on that idea. Um, but uh, the study also showed uh, now that people are in the digital age, they don't have a, a, a reading scroll. They have a scrolling up and um, down. Up and down. Um, so it's actually gone back to a tablet. And ironically, it's called it's called a tablet in, yes. in, in some forms. Yeah. Um, so um, before books were around, you could um, uh, surmise through that that um, people were tablet thinkers then. Yep. So we've actually gone back to a primal idea of thinking in a technological um, environment. Yeah. I, I find, yeah, you know, argumentatively, uh, but I find that, that that's just fascinating how... But I think that's an in, in, an inevitable anyway. Yeah. You know, like, our primal instincts are always going to come out. Mm. It's our world changing around us, mm. you know. And humans... Humans are kind of like a virus. Yeah, it's been said. It they're been, they're kind of like said. a virus, you know. They adapt to their surroundings and, and, and what they're having to deal with. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, they're, but they're constantly spreading as well because, mm. okay, this isn't working for this part of it over here, so we're going to have to adapt and move over here mm. and let's populate here, you know. So, but anyway, I think I'm sort of getting off the, the off subject. The trail. Oh, no, bit. that's, the, that's what the pagey train's about, uh, Nathan. It's about our. I know, man. I was, well, I was wondering what it was going to be like to jump aboard, <laughs> but, you know, woo woo! <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's just our fashion, man. Look, every time we get together, um, we just uh, chew the fat. And uh, that's yeah. why it's great to have you as a guest, man. Like, I, I think in the short time we've known each other, we've uh, shared a lot of time. It's been, yeah, it's yeah. been a very short time. But, yeah, we've we've spent a lot of time to, with, with each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, just but. talking shit. Um, but I think it's <laughs> uh, I think it's healthy, though. Um, you know, hence talking about mental health. I've talked yes. about mental health issues with you before, about, you know, how the world's affected. And I, I just think um you know the stuff that you do with the pcyc like tell us about yeah, that okay, like unboxing so, with the pcyc yeah okay well it actually really came along by accident um and i say this shamefully i am mm. i'm totally ashamed of myself but the the inspiration for me to start boxing was actually the mcgregor and mayweather fight oh really yeah because in my head, I went, well, if he can jump sports and give it a crack with the the, the best mm. of my generation, um, why can't I do it? Yeah, well, I don't think that's going to be a shame. Me, it I took think me that's about thing. 12 months of thinking it over mm. and like kind of psyching myself up before I did it because mm. at that point, I was in a total pit mm. of depression and, and despair. Yeah, okay. Um, so you find yeah. that, that you're um, uh, working with the PCYC doing boxing. Um, yeah. Because I've, I've noticed a transition in you, man. Like, um, you, you're certainly a lot more fit, um, a lot more confident. Um, there's, there's certainly, since I, even since I've known you, there's been a transition. Yeah, well, I mean, why, b- before I started, I mean, I'd reached my heaviest I'd ever been at, at 92 and a half kilos. Mm. And I was looking in the mirror and I wasn't happy with what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. I'm mentally wasn't liking who I was mm. and there had to be a change um, and when I I just one day had this light bulb moment like I'll, I'll try boxing but then I had this light bulb moment of oh PCYC they do I'll check it out mm. 
Now, um, big thing for me as well is I'm a community kind of guy, mm. right? So I want to be involved in the community that I live in. I don't care where I live. Mm. I've always been from the West. I'm from WA originally, so... Yeah, 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 Western, yeah, yeah. And Western Sydney kind of reminds me a lot of where I'm from back in Perth. So, so you're, a, you're a double Westie. Kind of, yeah, I'm a double Westie, there you go. So, um, but yeah, I, no matter where I live, I mean, that's where I live. That's, that's my surroundings and I want to, I like to have a community around me, you know. Mm-hmm. I like to know who my neighbours are. You know, hey, look, we're not going to be around next week. Can you bring in our mail for us? Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. So... For me, PC, joining the PCYC was a no-brainer. Mm. You so know, how, how long have you been with those guys now? Uh, coming up 15 months or so now, I think. Okay. That's a short time for getting done what you've gotten done, man. No, yeah. well, I mean, I keep my downfall, I keep looking at these, these scales, right? And mm. I'm like, that, that number's not low enough. <laughs> but again, as you lose fat, you gain muscle, this, that and the other. But, I mean, mm. what I found really amazing was that uh, after about three months of actually starting the boxing program or with the boxing class there, mm-hmm. uh, I actually went off my antidepressants, cold turkey. Oh, really? Cold turkey. Now, um, I was on something called Lexapro, which is just the brand name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the drug's called Extilopram. I well, think what I'm is... saying that right. Yeah, well, what does that do? And it's, a, it's an antidepressant, so it's meant to help adjust the serotonin levels in the brain yeah, yeah. basically kick in the, the happy feel good juices you know yeah okay well what was your what was your experience like that with that i hated it yeah because there is a side effect in some mm-hmm. it can cause suicidal thoughts as well that's a crazy side effect for something that's supposed to be an antidepressant and that's why <laughs> that's why i don't li- i don't don't like pharmaceuticals yeah okay yeah do around. not like pharmaceuticals mm. Um, look, at the end of the day, I think that the only chemicals we really need are in, in our brain. Mm. Right. And what I found really interesting was while I was through one of my most depressed stages, mm. you know, I'm a psychologist telling me, go out for a walk. And in my head, my diseased mind, I'm saying, you don't know how I feel right now. You don't know where I am. Mm. How can you tell me? Go, go take a walk, I'm going to feel better. You don't know how I feel. Mm. But once I started boxing, I'm walking out of there, absolutely exhausted, mm. but I got endorphins and adrenaline just pumping mm. through my brains, and I felt on top of the world. And that pushed me to go the next day, and then yeah. go the next day. Yeah, okay. You know, well, and you after a while, I'm like, why am I even taking these pills? I'm getting what I need from the gym. Mm. So just getting the exercise itself. Mm. Well, I find uh, working out, because I work out quite a bit, and um, and I, I just, I before, um, like in my younger life, I'd work out a lot, but there was a period there where I didn't work out a lot. Yeah. I'd, I'd work out here and there. I might, might go for a run or, you know, something like that, but not actually go to a gym. Yeah. And... Um, I can't imagine not going to the gym, like to do what I do. Like, there's no, there's no way I could get away with um, uh, the workload that I've got without going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, it just stabilizes me in a, in a lot of ways, especially swimming, man. Uh, swimming, I, 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 you get to work out all your muscle groups. Yep. And it's just you in the water. 
you know, yeah, you know, um, I don't know about you, uh, but when I work out, like I listen to music. So yeah. if I'm doing weights, listen to music now, of different styles, anything from dance to, to you know, to metal. Uh, depends on how I feel on the day. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, when you're swimming, you, you don't really, you can't listen to music. It's just you on the water. Every, yeah. And I yeah. just, um, we're going to, my brain goes into autopilot where it just starts compartmentalizing and um, processing everything I need to do. Yep. It's not something I do consciously. It's just something that starts to occur after, after a few strokes in the water. Um, yeah, I just... I guess they call that the flow state, right? Is that a, is that a flow state? Is just a flow state. Everything else around you just shuts off. I've never heard that before. Just... And you're just... You're in the zone, baby. Mm. And you're just going. Yeah, it's and very much like that. you lose track of time. You yeah. lose all sense of your surroundings. And it's just you and that moment. Yeah, that's right. That's that, that's what happened. And it's not like you, because um, you know, like uh, for instance, sometimes you would think um, in an audio sense, like you know, what am I going to do? I'm going yes. to do this. You know, you have a you have a small conversation with yourself about how you're going to conduct something. Um, it's not like that either. It's more like just just thoughts, mm-hmm. um, and it's hard to describe. Uh, but I find it very meditative. It's like as if I unplug from everything, and by unplugging from everything, it sorts itself out. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, and I think the brain naturally does that. Mm. But um, again, when you're dealing with with whatever mental, Ill, I mean, mental illness is such a broad oh, of statement. Because mm. I mean, you think about it. If you were to talk about diabetes or a heart attack or something, and just say, "Oh, it's, it's physical illness," mm. I mean, okay, but what is it, right? So when I use the the word mental or the term mental illness, I'm talking about a huge scope of mm. of things, and I'm not saying that anything that I've experienced is going to work for the next person. Oh, everyone's different, or, or whatever. Everybody's different, everyone's different, you know, and everybody's mind and body is different to the others, you know. Mm. Um, so just because going to boxing and getting those endorphins firing, mm. um worked for me doesn't mean I, i'm not i'm not sitting here going oh you, you you're depressed go go boxing go go boxing yeah, like, yeah. that's not what i'm saying mm. but it's the physical right. activity or doing something active or yeah. doing something uh just doing something but at the same time i can totally understand the mindset that people dealing with depression anxiety mm. suicidal thoughts that sort of thing are dealing with because they're really not in the mindset to do anything. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's you, you end up in like a perpetual vicious cycle of self-loathing, shame and hopelessness. Yeah, it sucks, and it you sucks don't putting yourself really down. Want it really sucks putting outside. yourself down. You, you know? don't want to look outside. Yeah, if you get stuck in a cycle of putting yourself down, I think, yeah, yeah you're, you're right. It's, it's just a vicious cycle of continuously putting yourself down and then confirming your negativity. Because um, you go, right. oh, this always happens to me, and then yeah. you want it, you want you want something to go wrong so you can prove yourself right. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then I think that's uh, th- uh, that's my experience with that vicious cycle is that you um, preconceive your own failure. Yes. You know, um, how's this not going to work for me? Yeah. Well, uh, one one thing that really struck home for me, um, and I mean, I'm, I'm not advertising for the guy; he's got a big enough following as it is. But mm. listening to Joe Rogan, right? Mm. There was one day I was. Well, I think a little bit influenced by Joe Rogan, just quietly. I've just, <laughs> look, I, I I'll, I'll proudly say I'm in love with the man. Mm. Um, Joe, if you ever want to like give me a ring, we'll catch <laughs> up, bro. Next time, or you don't come to Australia, so don't worry. Um, 
But no, he's like the Oprah for white men in a way. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no, I was listening to something one day and he said something that rang with me was that you you tell yourself, why bother? Because I'm just going to quit anyway. That's what I do is I mm. quit. And he goes, but no, you quit yesterday. Today's a new day. Mm. You know, you're not somebody that starts something and quits. You're somebody that woke up today and made something happen. Mm. And so for me, it was like, oh, wow, you know, like, I, my, uh, my, my pattern was to start something. I'd get halfway through and then just, it would fade away. Mm. And so that's something I try to remember as well. It's like, because I, it's, boxing for me is my antidepressant. Mm. Yeah, far out. Oh, well, have you ever, um, like, um, you know when you've done a really heavy workout and you're absolutely knackered at the end of it, um, uh, I still have this uh, crazy thought of feeling good because um, you look back on your workout, you're like, that was intense. That was insane. Um, I've, I've, had that, I've had that moment while I was hunched over throwing up in the storm drain. Like, it's... <laughs> I mean, it's it's brutal. Sometimes it is really, really hard, and mm. you're in that moment and like, this sucks. Like, why? I could be having a beer on the couch at home. <laughs> why am I doing this? But once you you get outside, the the fresh air hits your face, mm. and just you feel alive. Mm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I always feel that. I always feel invigorated. Always feel, even in those moments where you're going, why are you doing this when you start questioning yeah. your own existence? Yeah, I totally relate to that. Um, yeah. Um, but I've talked to you at the pub a few times. Okay. Right. And um, we always go over conspiracy theories. We always cover um, everything. And you brought something up with me the other day that I didn't quite know about. Okay. And I can't believe I, don't, I didn't know about this. So I wanted to talk to you about it because I don't... I did a little bit of Googling today to check it out. Okay. And I think I may have heard about this before, but I just... For someone who's been a massive conspiracy theorist for a long time, in some ways reformed conspiracist, uh, uh, conspiracy theorist, and in other ways uh, amplified. Mm-hmm. Um, depends on what the conspiracy theory is. Yep. Um, what, you, you know, what I've let go of and what I've kept. Um, but you were talking about Operation... Northwoods, is Operation that right? Operation Northwoods, Northwoods, that's right. And, and so this is about it's, false it opens flags. Up a, it opens up a, a massive rabbit hole. Mm. Um, but yeah, basically it's covering false flag attacks. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So what an example is, the example I was reading about was um, Cuba. Okay, so basically, um, before I do start again... Mm. These are purely my, only my views with the research I've done and, and, and that. Yeah. So I don't want anybody in your audience to, to take what I'm saying as gospel. Well, there's probably about 18 of them out there at this yeah. point. Um, so a big uh, shout out to our 18 you, well, Thank you for listening to us. Well, <laughs> I, I love it. We're here drinking beer, talking shit on the yes. baby terrain. Amazing. <laughs> woo woo! So, um, <laughs> but no, I do urge everybody to like ask questions. Mm. It's okay to ask questions. If the fireys are putting their house fire, they don't put it out mm. and walk away. Mm. They want to know what started it. Yeah, right? they, want a point, so they want a point of origin. How did this happen? Ask your own questions mm. and do your own research. But I think you've got, so, to, be, you've got to be careful but, with some research out there, though, because not all, you know, there is a lot of uh, fake things out there. There is a lot of fake things out and there. And that's why we have conspiracies. <laughs> well, conspiracy theories. Conspiracies are real. 
Okay, sorry, conspiracy theories. Cons- yes, yeah, sorry. That's, that, well, that's I what, stand corrected. Well, you know, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry to pause and No, no, for you're right, because a conspiracy is an actual thing. It's yes. an actual thing. And We're I think, just theorising about a possible Well, I've got conspiracy. a conspiracy theory about flat earthers. I'll come back to that. I'll come back to the conspiracy I have yes. about flat earthers. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll so, revisit that. We'll revisit that, so let's just... Okay, so basically, um, just as a bit of a background to Operation Northwoods... Mm. Um, America are currently uh, dealing with Russia in the Cold War. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is um, uh, during the Cuba, this uh, Cuban is, Missile this Crisis. This is during, yeah, the late 50s with Eisenhower mm-hmm. as president. And um, so they're going through, you've got the Cold War, communism is starting to spread across the world. Mm-hmm. <coughs> now, um, they had, uh, Cuba had a leader in power called Batista. Okay, mm-hmm. he was capitalist, and um, capitalist uh, democratic. Uh, was... On that, I'm not a hundred percent. He, he, hey, the states loved him. Okay, no, oh, he has to be democratic. All right, man. so yes, oh, I'm going to assume he's so. democratic. Yep. Um, now he had um, the U.S. had interests in sugar and oil and other commodities in Cuba, and Batista allowed that. Now, once Castro ended up overthrowing the government being a revolutionary yeah. he uh, nationalised all business and so suddenly he's taken away any stake or any any oh, so fruit he's, he's, that, that, that the, the Americans had he just took that away yeah, okay. yeah, that's, that shit is mine now yep yeah, okay. it, it's, it's, yeah you owned it but guess what it's in my land it's, it's ours mm-hmm. and so America had a big, big toll, the big loss. Oh, you mean you as know, in financial oil loss, yeah. In, yeah, financially. And so the best thing that they could do was to try and knock Castro out. Yeah, so put their own guy back in and, the water. And get somebody that's going to work with the United States. a little bit easier to mm. get into power. Mm. Um, and so then, of course, you had the Bay of Pigs. Yeah, but um, just just to go back so, for a, just to go back for a second. Okay. Um, so because um, Russia was involved with Cuba, that means that they could have a, a first strike capability. Yeah, because that, well, that, yeah, that, that, that was the other thing I was reading about as well. Yes, the, yeah, that came down so they had a, a little, fear, little they had a fear further as well. down the, the timeline, yeah, a okay. little further down, mm-hmm. um, because that's when the Cuban Missile Crisis came into effect. And that and that and that's linked to the Bay of Pigs. Because it's all Cuba. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so basically what happened with the Bay of Pigs mm-hmm. was that the... You, okay, so there was Operation Mongoose. Mm-hmm. So I'm having... I'm sorry, I'm having to take this back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, that's Operation fine. If we Mongoose, need to go there, let's go there. Operation Mongoose was the Bay of Pigs, right? Mm-hmm. And they... America wanted to go into Cuba and be able to do what they needed to do military-wise, mm-hmm. but they couldn't be seen as instigating it. Yeah. So the Bay of Pigs was actually about fifteen hundred Cuban exiles. Yes. Yeah, so going going against Cuba. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and trying to turn that over, but that turned out to be a failure anyway, hmm. because it was meant that 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 plan was started with Eisenhower and then got handed over to to Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, Kennedy's gone. No, nah, not he does. One. He doesn't. He's trying to do it with his little impact as possible mm-hmm. but what he also did was he took away support 
So these exiles were going to have. Oh, so they're gearing up for war, the, and then the, these the exiles gone, were going to have naval naval backup. They were going to have fifteen aircraft as uh, as a airstrike. Mm. They were going to have the backup, mm. but then JFK went, "Hold, hold the reins! Like we can't be seen doing this." So he withdrew those 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 forces mm-hmm. and kind of left these fifteen hundred guys, guys yeah, as this. sitting ducks. Oh, so they, they still conducted their assault, ex- expecting support. Yeah, they, three days later, they, Castro would absolutely squash them, and mm, that was it. That was it. Yeah, okay. So then, of course, this is where Operation Northwoods comes into play. Okay. The CIA and the Chief of Staff, the American mm. Chief Chief of Staff, they decided to sit down and write this document. Mm. They wanted to work out a way that they can invade Cuba mm-hmm. but not be seen to instigate it. Okay, so they need an excuse. More or less. And yeah. this is where a false flag attack comes into play. Now, I mean, there were some really weird um, ideas put out. Like one I even actually listened to today, uh, learnt about, was, I uh, can't remember what types of salts it was, but some sort of salts they were going to put them in his shoes to actually make his beard drop off. Yeah, okay. Make his beard shed, because the, the US Why thought, well, that? his charisma comes from his beard, like his image. Oh, what, is this like a... Is this like a image, what was that dude's name in history? Or uh, history? Samson. Samson. It was, it was, it was, Samson and Delilah. That's in the biblical, Bible, anyway. Biblical, right, yeah. So they cut his hair and he loses his power, but you cut his he beard, loses he his loses strength. his beard... It's like the castle lo- of Grayskull, he is out of control. Yeah, okay. basically, okay, look, he doesn't have that 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 domineering image anymore. We can't see him as a dictator and then, you know, sort of make a joke of it. Yeah, okay. Um, That's just really bizarre. <laughs> yeah, there were also uh, talks about lacing his cigars. So oh, then like he to poison would, him or something? Or? No, no. To actually... Um, excuse my French, but basically fuck up his speeches because he'd be chewing on his cigar as Castro always did. Mm. He'd be ingesting these drugs and going on a hallucinogenic trip. Okay, so they wanted him to And so they wanted him to, him to kind of, yeah, trip out, lose control and, again, sort of so look like a joke. So they wanted to lace his cigars with, like, LSD or something like that? Oh, I, I can't, again, I can't remember exactly. I listened to it literally this afternoon, so <laughs> I, I haven't even had a chance to take a note of that yet. Oh, okay, so you've studied up on Northwoods for today. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I've been looking, I've been right down the rabbit hole all week, but, uh, yeah, so, but what Operation Northwoods also says is that there are also these false flag attacks Mm. that they proposed. So one of them was that they wanted to uh, rebuild, like kind of use the reverse engineer the the Russian MiGs, Mm -hmm. paint them as Cuban and send out a drone plane, send these two Air Force fighters out, blow down this this drone that's Mm. meant to be a US plane, shot down by Cuban MiGs, and then that gives them, oh, Cuba have attacked America, we must invade. Yeah, wow. Um, another suggestion was they didn't actually specify how, but basically in, in so many, not so many words, um, if we need to cause uh, citizen casualties as collateral damage, 
What, so what you mean like US citizens? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, there was talk about putting a boat out there and just sinking a boat. with. Or know. like a cruise liner or something like that? Um, I think, uh, again, I, I didn't get a detail on that yeah, either. But, they so. were, but what you're saying is they, they were prepared to kill yeah, they were pre- Yeah, basically they were prepared to kill But is this documented? Innocence. Like, is this in, like... Um, I've got like, the document on my phone. I can pull the PDF up right now and I can read it word for word. But is that the government, but, though? How do you know that's yeah, the it's government? Yeah, de- it's a declassified... Uh, oh, really? So this is like a the declassified government document? Yes. I don't think it was ever meant to be leaked. Because, yeah. I mean, it's big It's big news. So but I don't think it should insane. have been leaked. It's but pretty fanciful. Like, it, you know, it all like, got released in about a thousand documents about the JFK though. assassination. And because that was in that timeline, it, got released uh, at that it, time. it fell in there and it got declassified. So okay. it actually got declassified about 1998, I believe. Okay. Well, is this, like I know this is going to be a crazy conspiracy question, uh, theory question. Um, so is uh, Operation Northwoods linked to JFK's assassination? Well, there are theories about that as well, because obviously the whole point of the Bay of Pigs was to invade... Mm. Cuba and essentially assassinate Castro, mm. and so it is. It is thought that the fact that Russia were coming into into Cuba as well mm. with the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, because they're, so, they're, they're putting their missiles there so they could have first strike capability. Yes. Yeah. Now keep in mind that was only a retaliation in the fact that the states set up missiles in Turkey aimed at Russia. So. Yeah, okay. It's yeah, going to yeah, happen. Yeah, you don't but hear then, that side of the story a lot. You do hear, like, because if you ask anyone about the Cuban Missile Crisis, they'll know what that is. Yeah. But they don't talk about the other side about why that was initiated. No, that's right. Yeah. So, because the they, 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 they were trying yeah. to stop communism going into Cuba, so they already had missiles aimed at Russia, so mm. basically leave Cuba alone. Yeah, okay. And so Cuba have then called in Russia and said, hey, you want to give us some... Some missiles. Yeah, 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 we could use some toys. We'll and come, so, come exactly, and so when you've got, you know, the the the, the red curtain basically mm. 90 miles off your coast, mm. you know, yeah, you're going to take drastic time. measures. Scary time. So the theory with the JFK assassination, though, is the fact that uh, Harvey Lee Oswald had defected to Russia. Mm. He'd gone to the US Embassy, revoked his citizenship, and he was with defected to Russia. He was a communist. Okay. Um, now he's come back and he's assassinated JFK. Okay. Oh look! But keep in mind, at, JFK assassination. At one other holy one holy. other point though, he was in Mexico with Castro, mm. not just a couple of years beforehand. Oh man! Look. So it <laughs> could very well be that the CIA also had Oswald as a scapegoat, mm. as their patsy, to go, let's assassinate the president. Oh, it's Castro. Mm. Now we can invade Cuba. Yeah, well, so, do you think, again, do you they think never... that Oswald pulled the trigger, though? Do you think he pulled the trigger? Well, I mean... Because also... I've, I've, okay, I've, I've, in... I've looked into this for I've 20 right... years. 25 I've gone years. right down the rabbit hole. Like, um, um, everywhere from the ammunition that Oswald had used in that Italian rifle that he had versus, you know, is okay, there a person so in the grassy knoll? You know about the magic bullet. 
Yeah, I do know about the magic bullet. Um, I I have so I have moved from being certain about JFK's assassination to being on a fence about JFK's assassination to being certain again, and then back to uncertain. Yeah, I've been on a journey trying to like i imagine like there are so many people out there that have had a journey with uh, the jfk yeah. assassination especially if you think about conspiracy theories yeah um it is uh, it is bread and butter you know jfk assassination is bread and butter it is uh, it's it's descendant is 911 yeah well um, yeah you know um well, that's why I think Operation Again, Northwoods in itself is so interesting I've been because it sounds so much before. like a nine eleven attack. Though. I've been I've been shifted back and forth on nine eleven and yeah. what I think about it. Uh, I think well, I guess for me the important thing is to think about it. Don't don't just take it as uh, verbatim. That's what happened. Um, but I don't know. Like I even as I was saying before, I've even got a theory about the flat earthers. I think they started flat earthers to um, debunk conspiracy theorists. And then they started changing the definition of conspiracy theorists, right? Because if you ask anyone about the definition of conspiracy, they will bring theory into it. So if you go up to any stranger and go, define conspiracy, they'll bring in, they'll usually define it with something that says theory. Yeah. So it sort of dilutes what... Um, conspiracy is purely the plan of the crime yeah and the theory is what that plan was and That's who right. was behind it um well yeah, it's I, a theory and the fact is a, the, the, is there even proof that that theory is correct you know like it's it's theoretical on more than one I've, level I've, I've, I've man i've looked at a lot of things that have really debunked jfk for me i really have like they and as it's happening to you because you've been so certain that it was um uh, what was his name hunt uh, the guy, the, the three bums that they arrested. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, there were three bums, and you look at that photograph, and one of them has this look on their face like, yeah, they just shot somebody. They just, they, yeah. if you look at everyone else in the crowd, everyone's in shock and horror, but there's this guy just walking with suave, and he was supposed to be homeless, and you can go, yeah, you can see, even see that he brushed his hair aside, sort of. Yeah, just, I've it, not seen that. I'll so. show you this photo, man, because you look oh. at it, and you go, that man did it. Yeah. Um, because, um, Knowing a little bit about, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, ballistics, um, you'd always think that it was a, a 7.62 that took off Kennedy's head, right? Um, a bigger, it was a bigger bullet than what Oswald was firing. But he but, hit. But Oswald, if he, he was firing a very unusual ammunition. It wasn't a normal bullet. It, it did have the potential no, to be a magic bullet. there is also... Because ballistics do all kinds of crazy things, man. Yes, but there is also a claim from one he of, could have been shot one of the Secret Service in the vehicle behind him mm. that fired on, on reflex here in the gunshot. Mm. And it's, again, thought that, you know, he killed Kennedy unintentionally. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, that's well, that's something. Another like another one I've heard. This is the thing about theories, man. Conspiracy theories. Yeah, it's but all... they put all these theories out there to dilute the actual truth. And like, if you think about it, if but you... that's why I said at the beginning, before we even got into any of this, mm. is oh. ask the questions and do your own research. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist by any means in my mm. mind. Mm. I like to look at a, look at something objectively. Mm-hmm. What are the facts? What do we know? And, and then we go, know that we okay, but there's something missing here, and this seems more likely. And that's that's where I like looking into... Because it doesn't make a lot of sense that Oswald did it. 
It really doesn't. It doesn't. So you start to question it. You look at um, uh, the towers in 9-11. It looks like a controlled demolition. It does. It really does. And the fact that, you know, there are diagonal cuts in those beams and and all that, uh, only thermite's going to do that. Mm. That's that's And that's pretty much style for a controlled demolition anyway. That's how they'll run their wires. Yeah, but look, but, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, there's uh, theories that go right back, you know, about um, Waterloo, you know, um, the, 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 the shifting of the, um, uh, the ownership of banks and stocks in, yeah. in England. Um, oh yeah, especially even with um, United Airlines and um, American Airlines, there were a lot of stocks moving in, you know, like the the day before. Oh yeah, for nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I mean. There's all this Sorry, strange. Sorry, just but yeah, it there's seems all this strange. Acti- there's all this strange activity. Is the world just a big conspiracy that's been going on for you know since the the age of pyramids? Neo, take the red blue, uh, red pill or the blue pill. And, uh, make your decision. Make your decision. Yeah, well, I, I guess. Well, the, the good message here is at least critically think about it. Um, don't just take what's being said for for truth. Look, at like, the end of you, the day, Mike, the only reason I ask questions is because I don't trust the government. Mm. Okay, these people are making decisions on behalf of the people of the, the that have voted them in. Mm-hmm. And they're making the decisions that the people don't want. So, and when you have documents like Operation Northwoods declassified, and you see the shit that is in that document... Yeah, I just can't believe it's a government document that's leaked that is, like, from what you're saying is, like, that means that they've had meetings about, right, how can we get this thing off the ground? And then they've um, taken minutes over it, then they've uh, um, come up with plans and that's options right. so they can go to their boss and, and go, that's, that's, this is what we've come up with to get this working. And then you start a question. Well, and who's, that's who's, the chief who's, of staff. Who, the, the only boss? person, they, the, the, the chief of staff and the CIA had all that worked out, and they had those closed-door meetings. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, they've had to go to the commander in chief to get their uh, his okay. And mm. Kennedy's gone, uh, not happening. You yeah. Know? Well, maybe is this something that's stacked against him? You know, it was said that Kennedy was trying to um, disband the CIA, float the dollar uh, on silver rather than gold. Um, well, he he had a, a short term, but he had some revolutionary ideas for America. Oh, yeah. And I do yeah. think, in my opinion, and I, I don't consider my, I love American politics. It really milks my almonds. Mm. You know? <laughs> I like uh, that. It milks your almonds. It, it milks yeah, my almonds, man. It, it really gets... Because it's, it's just... And this is why I like Operation Northwoods and, mm. and all these older Bayer pigs and, and looking into history. Mm-hmm. Because it's 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 interesting to see how governments actually do handle situations, and yeah. it's, it's certainly not how any of the people that elected them in would want it taken care of. Well, no, so, well, that's where that's where the elitist you know theories are out there about you know um, our elitist oh, rulers, yes, the Illuminati, the Illuminati. Um, but I don't know, like if you think about. If you think about it this way, this is one way I used to think about it, or perhaps I still do, I don't know. Um, who is the most qualified to take out an American president and put in their own person? And who's had experience doing that really well for a long time? And that's the CIA. 
the CIA. That's their job. Yeah. That's what they do. Like, you, you, well, they're you're the talking ones about with it. the intelligence. Like, they know? wanted to knock off uh, Castro so they could, you know, uh, put their own guy in. Um, they, they, they've done it all over the world. Exactly. And I think they're, mar- you know, and perhaps it's a way, and it's a terrible thing to say to romanticise such a thing, because I think Kennedy was a great orator. He's, he's a man yeah. that has put out speeches that have changed humankind. Exactly. He's a guy that announced um, uh, to go to the moon. All right? and yeah. Another conspiracy out there. Did we go to the moon? Hashtag space is fake. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> well, the uh, Jupiter's round, the sun is round, the moon is round, but the Earth is flat. And space is fake, bro. <laughs> I, I, I just, I no, I dare you. Go on to Twitter or Instagram, You're search telling- hashtag space is fake. Oh, mate, you they, no they make they, they make the the flat Earthers look smart. Mm. All right, so. <laughs> Oh look! Uh, Even the flat earthers have gone. Hey, look, we're not associated with these guys. We don't know what yeah, the yeah. hell they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, they're a whole bunch of Scientologists. Um, I, I, I think. <laughs> I think <laughs> sorry for the Scientologists. No, go there. on. I, 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 we love you, Scientology. We just don't agree with you. Yeah. Uh, well, well, any form of religion, really. Like, I, I guess people have got to have faith, but I guess that's a that's a totally other podcast. I'm not ta- I'm look. I'm not touching not, that one right not, now. Yeah, let's not let's, do that one right now. On. Um, um, but I, I, it just makes sense that there's something up with 9-11. It's obviously a conspiracy. All right, well, this is where I want to... It's obviously... It is a conspiracy because someone conspired to fly those planes in, in, into towers, right? So, but who did it? Okay, so, this is, again, where Operation Northwoods comes in really nicely. It, well, it's, that's... Okay, because... Um, more often than not, with a, uh, a false flag attack... Hmm. The attack will be made, and then almost immediately there will be a culprit named. Mm. Now the attacks were made on on the twin towers. The first plane went 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 to into the building. Mm. That already started pulling up the name. Media had started pulling up the name mm. Osama bin Laden, and they were getting this fed from people on the ground as well. Like. Yeah. You know, they had their, or whether on, well, on the ground, or I, they had their ties, right? And so the name comes out. See, that's peculiar, right? That's something that you would call peculiar. Would right? you not that's investigate unusual. it first and then go, uh, who did this? Let's find out. Yeah, how, how do then, you have that in that short of a time frame? Exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Uh, like, for another another thing um, that I've looked at into, into that is the uh, passport of one of the um, terrorist pilots. Um, they found that. That's six blocks away, I believe. Yeah, but the, the if the fire they found was it on safe, the footpath, like six blocks away or something. Yeah. So how did it get? You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense. A fire that well, is so hot to knock down this building. Yeah, yeah you'd look, imagine going, if it's in the plane, it would have been. I'm not an engineer, man. I'm not an engineer. I don't know, but that just I wouldn't make an engineer's asshole. So I'll... yeah, but uh, but just as a as a as a logical human being, that doesn't seem to make sense. That just doesn't. Um, the other tower that falls that wasn't hit by a plane fell over. It also looked like a controlled demolition. Oh, tower, pecu- tower Seven. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I'm just saying it's peculiar, man. It's peculiar that a that a one guy was a lone fighter to take out the president back in the '60s, man. It just doesn't make sense. No, well, again, but that's again, right. The, but, so the world is a weird place, man. But what I where I want to make the tie with with Operation Northwoods, though, with 9/11, right, is the fact that so what I was saying with the the false flag attack mm. is that the attack's been made. Almost, 
I'm not saying instantly because obviously it was over a few hours. Oh, no, it's fine. They've, 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 they've had a culprit. They've got a culprit. We have a bad guy. guy. Yeah. All right. And then we then start the war on terror. Mm. Okay. Um, and the US invade Afghanistan in 2001. Mm hmm. Now, why would they need a false flag attack in order to start that war, to have mm. that, that infiltration, that mm. invasion? Because right next door they've got Iraq who have war, uh, weapons of mass destruction. Apparently. They never, found yes. they never found weapons of mass destruction. No, it's black, it's sticky, and it sells for millions and millions of dollars. Are we talking about opium? Oh, no. <laughs> no I'm talking about oil. oil. <laughs> well, there's a lot of opium in Afghanistan. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I've, I've again, I've gone down that rabbit hole too. But yeah. no, so going, they needed that to happen in order. They needed that excuse. Mm. And the big difference between the Cuba project, mm -hmm. as it's commonly known, mm -hmm. and 9/11, is what politically. Oh, you mean uh, to find to identify an enemy, to to make a false flag. Oh. The only difference was is that Kennedy was a Democrat, mm -hmm. Bush was a Republican. I oh, so you're saying it's a political party issue, like uh, because of their ideology. Well, obviously, there's a de you've got your left and your right, man. Mm -hmm. Like they they think differently. Yeah, but lefties, JFK wasn't war, prepared man. to lefties, do that. Lefties start war as well, man. They do, mm. but and I, look I, again, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody i don't think i'm not demonizing anybody mm. but if the cia were gonna push that pro that operation again on anyone yeah. bush, should, bush should be the one to go for mm. i mean when he was governor of texas mm. he made the record put in the most convicts to death you know like that's an insane record he's, to he's he was a trigger happy man that's, is that, are you serious? Like oh, he's, oh, oh, yeah. He's the governor that put the most people on... Uh, uh, in put, Texas put their history. lights out in, te in Texas. In Texas. That's insane. So he is trying to happen. That. That's insane. But, again, like Bush is like, hey, look, we're going gonna to get some oil. We're going to make money. Mm. All right, let's go. You know, like, you got to remember the Republican Party has a completely opposite mm. idea to the Democratic Party. And I so know, I, I think, I, I honestly, I mean, if, if Bush did it, mm. I'm not saying I condone it, but the man has cojones. <laughs> you know what so. I mean? I suppose so. Oh, look, I, I guess, like, especially things about 9-11, because if you start unpacking it, and if you do if you do believe that, or if it ever is proven that it was a, a false flag um, scenario, I don't think people would believe it either. I, I think uh, we prefer... Uh, to leave the story the way it is. The, the, they are called the sheeple. Yeah. Yes, they're the ones that just want to follow what they've been told. They're the ones... Look, well, I'm not, I'm not tearing, I'm debunked, not tearing anybody down. But I'm just apparently saying a lot that... of this stuff has been debunked, though. Apparently it's been debunked. And I just... I, I look at the, the some of these... But like you said earlier, okay... Well, you, 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 you can debunk you a flat earther pretty easily. It's not hard to debunk a flat earther. But yeah, they, I know. Like, okay. But that's where uh, it starts. Well, see, again, that's where I love the flat earth, is because I did... Um, I didn't complete it, but I started doing a certificate for in aeronautics. Mm. And learning navigation, the, one of the first things you're taught 
is that with navigation, you have to adjust your numbers for the curvature of the Earth. Mm. Otherwise, you're just flying out in the space. Yeah, you can't treat it like a flat environment. You need but to treat it like, like hashtag around Hashtag space is fake. So, <laughs> I can't believe that. I'm going to check that out. Space is fake. Well, when... I don't even want to unpack that. I can't unpack that. Well, listen, tr- how is... Oh, no. How is space fake? What, is, it, what are Again, the stars? I don't know. How, I can't it's, get my head around a, that. It's, it's not a rabbit hole that I've had the bollocks to actually go down yet. <laughs> I, um... I want to look at the more rational things first, yeah, yeah. and then I'll get to I'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think NASA's trying to show us fake photos. Of, I saw a great one on Facebook the other day. It was like, look at what um, global warming is doing to the Earth, mm. and it was a picture of the Earth, and it said like 1960 had an early date on mm. it, and then it had a picture of the Moon with the United States of America photoshopped on it and it said 2019 <laughs> and i'm like i get it but that's the moon with the united states of yeah, america yeah, yeah. photoshop like did they at least make it the scale because like the moon, the moon to, is one the eighth photos, i think it's one the photos were but it was literally the moon about the same shape the same size as the that the earth in the photo but yeah, United States just plastered right across, and it looked like a desert sort of planet. It mm. did, but you really looked at it, and you know, really, bitch, really, <laughs> you know. But, but oh, again, that's where social media, I guess, uh, is is uh, a good thing and a bad thing. Like you've got people like ourselves that we can look at that, and we can see this bullshit and have a laugh. Yeah. But yeah. then there are the the sheeple, as I've yeah, just termed them, that they like to see that and go, oh, that must be, and they don't do the research. They don't ask the questions. Yeah, I don't know. Scary. I, look, I, I, I suppose it depends on how you um, you look at it. It depends on your posture. Like, um, we are in a time that's unprecedented in the history of the earth. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the event of plastic, aluminium, the where, where humans are up to and how we're thinking about things. It's never we've never done this before. We are totally canaries in the gold mine. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it the coal mine? It doesn't matter, it's just a mine. Uh, canaries in the coal mine, yeah. Can- canaries in the coal mine, right? Um Maybe we are in the gold mine. Maybe it's all about posture and perspective. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think we're going through, um, you know, this communications era that we're going through is totally changing everything. And, and we didn't even predict it. Like, you know, if you look at Star Trek, right, um, most of those things we'd like to project into the future, you know, uh, back to the future. We wanted flying cars. Yep. We wanted hoverboards, but that didn't happen. There's these mechanical things that we predict in the future. Um, but in sci-fi before digital, you know, analog sci-fi. Oh, hey, yeah. If that isn't coined, I'm coining it right now. Analog sci-fi. Analog sci-fi, yeah. Um, we didn't predict social media, you know. Uh, we had the beam me up Scotty idea of a phone talking to someone far away. The, the webcam, yep. I yep. mean, even we my old ideas. man was telling me when his, his old man was listening to Buck Rogers on the radio. You know, my dad was a little kid in the 50s. Mm. Uh, my grandfather said to him, you know, one day you'll be able to be talking on the phone but looking at the person you're talking at. 
And, well, hello, FaceTime. Mm. You know? Well, that's it. We, we, and it's within my dad's lifetime. Well, we predicted that. Like, and he's a boomer. Like, it's in we his lifetime. But we didn't predict social media. It is something that has not been in our thinking. It is something that is totally alien to what we've I'm, understood and known. Yeah, look, I, I'm like, not We've got this huge... thing. We don't even know what it is. We don't even know. Like, for instance, uh, um, um, uh, looking at screen time for kids. No one knows the figure. What is the figure that is good for um, a three-year-old to be looking at a phone all day? We don't know that information because it's well, never happened before. Well, this technology, realistically, when it comes to smartphones, is only 10 years old. Yeah, that's what I mean. We're at the iPhone 10, people. Like, if it isn't the iPhone 10, just the iPhone 8. Look, Samsung's number one at the moment. I love my Samsung, mm. so don't even start me. I will fight you to the death. About oh, look, when it comes to Samsung. Oh, if you, if you I've love got a story Apple, for you. I've got a story. If you love Apple, I'll fight you to the death. But, yeah. Oh, I've, got I, a story, I I've got a story for you, Nathan, that you'll really like about Samsung. I've got a, I've got a story for you. Um, Samsung got taken to court by Apple for um, ripping off, I believe it was... The, the layout. The layout and the, the, the scrolling features. Samsung touched. designed it for Apple. Yeah, but Apple sued Samsung for a billion dollars. And oh. won. They won it, did they? They won, and guess how they delivered the money. You can check this out on YouTube, I shit you not. There's they delivered it in five-cent pieces. Oh, in, uh, the, in dimes. Yeah, I think it was 20 tonnes. I think it was 20 Two. tonnes uh, for a billion dollars. Yeah, 20 tonnes. So imagine 20 tonnes of change being dumped at your factory. <laughs> Wouldn't that piss you off? Yeah, because they didn't put in a clause in the in the uh, in the court. Uh, I don't know what you would call that the the ruling in I the guess. subpoena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't put it in the ruling that they had to pay. You know, as a wire transfer, they're gone. Well, they haven't told us how we have to pay. I love that though. That's like the big time scale of that pissed off guy that wants to pay his parking fine right. in, in one cent pieces. You know, hey, I'm coming in with my wheelbarrows, fuckers. You just yeah, count yeah. it. And, but they all, yeah, yeah, every time you see one of those videos, though, they are like, nah, you can't put that here. You can't give us that money. And they go, you got to go and get, uh, you know, notes or, you know, pay for Mate, I'm sorry, but it's legal tender. Yeah, that's right. It's legal tender. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Um, oh, well, you know, um... I think, you know, sometimes the government's always going on about uh, doll bludgers, but sometimes I think the government's the biggest doll bludger out there, man. They've always got their hand out. Always. Well, and again, this is where I'm... Cynical, I, like I said, I'm not... Cynical I'm thinking, not, though. It's cynical I'm, thinking. I'm a cynic, okay? That, I'm I, I cynical think, I'm well. a cynic. I'm a cynic. I'm not... I'm not out there looking for a conspiracy theory. I'm not out there... But, I'm like, again, like, I'm not going to listen to what the media... Mm. What you bastards have to tell me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Media, right, the production, it's all the production companies. <laughs> uh, the big and the small ones. <laughs> yeah, you're all tarred with the same brush. Well, let me, let me ask but you this. No, like, yeah. just, I'm sorry, don't mean to cut you off, that's but right, like, just right. with the media, you can't just agree with what's been shown on your fucking TV. Yeah, that's true. Just because it's the six o'clock. Follow the, the Skyhooks money. Money. wrote the fucking song. Yeah. Horror movie right there on my TV. Yeah. You know, it's a nightmare and you can't believe I've never all really of it. really analyse that song that way, but you know, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's it's in it's it's in the in the lyrics. It's the Oh it's it makes the, sense. I know, I've never put that together though. <laughs> but it is horror <laughs> It really fucking it is, is a horror, horror movie. It's horror movie. <laughs> well I've got the, this is one I was thinking about the other day. Okay, okay, so they've changed the drink driving laws. 
Have you heard about this? Yes, I've heard about this. Okay, so you now lose your license immediately on the spot. Yes. If you're over 0. 0.05. Yeah? That's right. And I was thinking, why would you do that? Why, like, um, don't get me wrong, like, you, we've got to advocate for uh, safe roads. Um, yes. Absolutely. Get off your phone. Get off your damn phone. Totally for all that. But why? Hang on, just give me this, AG. If you're texting on your damn phone, you're a fuckwit while you're driving. Yeah, that's it. Pull, get your, off... pull your head out of your ass because really. Yeah, get off your phone, man. Get off your phone while you're driving. Get a fucking Bluetooth. It's yeah. not hard. Yeah, and, and, and the, your status update can wait. Um, but I, I, I understand that. We need campaigns like that to make people aware, to make people safer. The, the drink driving laws, I had this idea of like, why would they do that? It doesn't make sense. Now, there's plenty of public awareness out there about drink driving. Yes. Um, the campaign's working well. Um, they would say that some of the uh, figures have uh, increased in fatalities. But I'd like to see the figures that have tied that to alcohol. I don't. I hate to speculate about it because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I don't see how that that measure covers what's going on. So I was thinking, what what could be just a theory? What could be an ulterior motive to suspending a whole bunch of licenses? Because you could work out a lot of people at 0.05. We would have about 10% of people on the roads that are um, in low range. What would happen if you remove 10% of people from the roads? It would, it would, it would ease congestion. What are you, what, no, what are you e asking me? Yeah, it, it would ease congestion, right? And how much does congestion cost our state? Oh, hello, M4, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. They, 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 <laughs> you've been doing that all night. Um, <laughs> it makes a vibration sound when you tap it. We get, we've been... Oh, no, it's brilliant acoustics. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right, that's all right. But I, I, my, my theory is that um, instead of getting the revenue from the point zero five and over, um, they're actually making money on the lost revenue because of congestion. Because if you think about it, I think it's like $8 billion that the state loses because of traffic jams. If you remove 10% of traffic, well, whatever that percentage yep. is, it's more than the revenue. Well, then, there you go. Again, another conspiracy theory. Yeah, there's, with it's, the total, it's total conspiracy hey, theory. hey, look, if they were going to do it Why properly, do it? if they were going to do it properly and bring in a law like that, would they not make sure that every pub in New South Wales was equipped with a breathalyzer machine? Yeah, and that, that, see, that would be... Um, uh, you know, because my argument here is, is that you can have two or three beers at the pub, mm -hmm. but not every person is the same physically. That's right. Yeah, everyone's got a different you know, metabolism. Everyone, and and uh, this is where I want to bring in the mental illness, uh, mental illness awareness is it. Mm. Not everybody's brain is the same and not everybody's body is the same, right? Yeah, totally. You could have, I think you've got about five inches on me, mate. Mm. Um, Am I that tall? I think I'm that tall. I don't know. I just I know I'm just a short ass, so I just like to assume. He just generally says that. Yeah. You look tall but, in, you look tall in your chair. They didn't have to know. We would have gotten away with it. Oh well, yeah. But <laughs> but that that being said, you could drink four beers at the pub mm. and be perfectly fine to drive home be under the O five limit. Oh, it depends what you've eaten. But that if day I if I drank that four exactly. It depends on what you eat. It depends on mm -hmm. For crying out loud, you can have a fruit salad for, for lunch, have the fruit fermenting in your gut and blow over. That's true. Um, you know, uh, there's so even people with conditions out there that, that, that don't drink. I have this friend, she doesn't drink, and um, she naturally has alcohol in her breath. Yeah. And I thought, 
that's fucking bullshit. That's you're just like, but she's someone that is uh, that doesn't drink. Yep. And uh, you know, bit of bit of googling. But she's, um, like, no, she's fucking. Wrong. My my argument is, I'm not advoca- I'm not advocating drink driving whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But like, I think the consensus argument for it is like, you should know what you're able to handle. Yeah, and I think that's it should fine. Be, it should I know. Be a- I know what I. Can, I know what I can function on. Mm. Right. I know I can be at the pub for five or six hours. Mm-hmm. And not be kicked out because I'm functioning and I'm mm. not breaking any rules, right? I'm in no state to drive, mm. okay? What if I have three beers? I'm still functioning. I feel completely sober, mm-hmm. but I blow a fraction over. I've had no way to test whether I'm over or not. Mm-hmm. I've had no way to find out whether I can gauge, okay, I need an hour. I need to wait an hour before I get in the car. Mm. But yeah, look. Anyway, I'm at, I think I'm at the end of I'm at the end of uh, my data limit. That's all right. This is like this is the first time it's happened, Nathan. Like uh, most people, we finish. We're gonna it. have to do something about this. We need a bigger hard drive. Yeah, no, it's possible. I can do it. I'm just I'm just on my limited budget. This is the end of my data limit. Um, but with that said, um, I'd like to thank you for um, being on the uh, the pagey train. Woo woo. Um, I like you. Um, we've become quick friends. Um, I really uh, appreciate you. And, um, yeah, thanks again for coming Mate, on the look, show, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. I really do. In fact, um, you know, like uh, I know we've not known each other long, mm-hmm. but I did have a moment with you on Anzac Day where yeah, you told you, me, you know, like, hey, man, I haven't known you long, but if I if I could have you in the gun pit with me, I'd be glad to have you. Mm-hmm. I know it's grim to say that but um i, oh, I no, felt it, fucking proud man. I've, uh, um, i really and i really appreciated that yeah man like, i've just um, uh, ever since i've known you i've just uh, really hit it off with you military's but... really close to me my father was in the navy and mm-hmm. sorry i know we're gonna wrap it up but um it's something i wanted to do mm-hmm. and my country wouldn't let me do it so when when i have somebody like you mm-hmm. say something like that to me it uh it, it it really touches me so oh man no thanks i, look, I love I, you pagey yeah thanks man I, I look i just i think uh what you're doing at the pcyc and the way that you advocate um and you just wear your heart and your sleeve is just something to to be yeah. admired so yeah thanks thanks for being on the show thanks for having me brother it was amazing good on you all right there we go we're done Woo. Right. Tell me that shit was sorry on. man i kept bumping that mic slapping that table no.